Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're enjoying the leftovers. We're about to spoil the rest of NFL Week 12 for you. Hope you're ready. We're jumping right into it here. Brown, Broncos, recalled for the drive in Cleveland and the fumble in Denver. You remember this, though? That January 1987 game in Cleveland, head-on kicker and former MVP Mark Mosley against a barefoot kicker, Rich Carlos. That's got to be the last time that ever happened. I'm too lazy to look it up and confirm it, but I'm pretty sure that's got to be true. More importantly, what was with the barefoot kicking thing? Between barefoot kickers, orange golf balls, and ALF, we can agree the 80s were weird, right, Hench? I mean, when Tony Franklin was was burying those 60-yarders at Texas with the barefoot, you're like, I don't even want to go out in my yard and try this. How does, doesn't that hurt? When you drop something that weighs eight ounces on the top of your foot, you're on the DL for like 15 days. That, yeah, maybe when it's September 15th, it's okay. How about when it's December 15th? How about January 15th? Isn't it, isn't it a whatever benefits you gain offset by being zero degrees? Doesn't that hurt your big toe? I don't know. I know this, though. The Broncos are at home. They've won, but they're a dog against the dogs visiting with ETR there. The total as we record this is 41. I say the Broncos win it 1914. Not enough, not enough offense from the visitors. Hench, how say you? Well, listen, it was so hysterical watching the Vikings uh, uh, let the Broncos march down the field at the end when it's like all Russell wants to do is check down. That he just wants to check down. He doesn't want to get hit. He doesn't want to run. He just wants to check down to Sammy P. Ryan in the flat. And uh, Jim Schwartz is not going to leave that wide open uh, for him. And I say the Browns win this 22-13. Spaghetti. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Broncos 17-16. So the Broncos win the game, but they don't cover. I just trust this Cleveland defense way too much. I just I think you can make the argument that Miles Garrett may be the best defensive player in the game right now. Uh, I understand they have issues at quarterback, but I still trust their running game to move the ball a little bit. Denver has been better, especially on the defensive side of the football, and Russ has looked better, finally connecting with Sutton, finally connecting with Judy a little bit here. But this will be a tight one. They'll find a way to squeeze it out. But like I said, the uh, the the Broncos will win, but will not cover. And also, program is no, no player props, according this a little bit early so sorry for that yes and the lines will move around good note from spaghetti there watch these up in two uh, game time our final scores remain our final score predictions though and you can pivot off of those speaking of which the aggregate of our scores represented by our handsome pal there brady lemieux says that cleveland gets it by exactly one point to the queen city site of the carson palmer chemo van olhoffen game and the 1990 nlcs where the pirates were put out by the reds and Cincinnati is the home of the fictional radio station, WKRP. Not to be outdone, though, Pittsburgh had Mr. Belvedere about the Queens old butler who became the butler of Bob Euchre, who played a sports guy at a fictional Pittsburgh TV station. Why did Mr. Belvedere leave Buckingham Palace so he could go work for some family in Pittsburgh? That was a TV show I, on Network television for everybody to watch there. Like I say, the 80s were weird, Hench. You've really upgraded things in the comedy writing department. <laughs> the Bengals, Bengals plus one with their guy, uh, Browning whatever, ironically named against uh, the guy who a lot of people in Pittsburgh are trying to forget, Ken Pickett right now. Total on this one as we record 41 and a half. I say the Steelers get it 13-11. I am not confident. Hench, I'll say you. You know, it's so funny. Uh, if you... 
if when you're playing a team that has lost their starting quarterback, it's like, when do you want to play them? You want to play them right after they lose their starting quarterback. So the replacement has had as few reps as possible. So when Deshaun Watson goes down, who gets to play them first? The luckiest team in football, the Pittsburgh Steelers. When Joe Burrow goes down, let's check the schedule. Who gets to play the Bengals first? The luckiest team in football, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The, Najee Harris knows the Pittsburgh Steelers are terrible. We all know the Pittsburgh Steelers are terrible. There's nothing that can be done to keep this lucky team out of the playoffs and ruining one playoff game where they will then lose. Uh, I say Steelers 17-14, we're in the same garage. I think your thoughts are mean-spirited and uncalled for here the in the Steelers holiday season. Steelers are mean-spirited season. to our eyeballs when we watch football. <laughs> I don't like the way you talk, and I disagree they had with one your assessment. Interesting, they had one interesting play from scrimmage in an entire game against the Browns. I'm not here to argue with you. We'll get to your Patriots in just a minute. I will say, though, I do like the chances of seeing a guy who has never put much on tape that's when you don't want to play a guy. We don't know what Browning whatever is. He's a wild card as far as I'm concerned. Spaghetti, how say you? I feel really confident in the Steelers this week. I mean, this this to me is a 14-10 win. I know it sounds close, but the Steelers haven't been explosive on offense. But like the Jalen Warren has been great. Look at his game last week. I think Kenny Pickett, while he's been crushed right now in Pittsburgh, he's going to do enough to beat Jake Browning. So I, I definitely trust the Steelers. They're a complete team. This is not like a Tommy DeVito versus the the Commanders situation here, where uh, you're you're playing a bad team. This Steelers team is good in other facets of football. Um, this will be a close one, but the Steelers will for sure win this game. All right. Uh, the Brady Lemieux pick is Steelers to win and cover. We can't leave the state of Ohio without your quick picks for the game, Big Ten or otherwise. Michigan appropriately giving four in honor of their, I don't know where he is, head coach up in Ann Arbor. Harbaugh will be in unknown parts. Same for Urban Meyer's digits. Buckeyes, Wolverines choose hench well let me give you my pick i say buckeyes get a 34 33 now hench you go i'm in your garage you know it's like the, the, this is sort of the no drama versus a lot of drama matchup right so it's like is it is it good to have all this drama swirling around your team for for mo a month prior to a game or just to be steadily blowing people out as ohio state has been uh, uh spaghetti and i were talking about the mm -hmm. harbaugh absence moving the line one point and whether you whether you think that's too low or too high it is funny that vegas thinks the highest paid employee of the state of michigan is worth a single point in a foot like that's how much your millions are getting you taxpayers of michigan one point according to vegas anyway i like ohio state in your garage Spaghetti, quick. Yeah, I mean, Harbaugh worth the point. Apparently, their sloppy performance first Maryland also cost them a couple points, too. It was supposed to be closer to like six, six and a half. I probably would have taken Ohio State if it was that. With it only being four, I am going to take Michigan. Both defenses are good, but Michigan is a tick better. And really what it comes down to is a home game for Michigan. Which quarterback do you trust in crunch time? Kyle McCord, who's very fresh, or J.J. McCarthy, who's been around there. I know he hasn't really had to do much the last few weeks, but I do trust that. Plus, their running game. Michigan ekes it out and wins another one. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Ah, before you answer, 
Two words, Caesar's rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ohio State and Michigan sounds like a big game, is a big game. Patriots and Giants sounds like a big game, is not a big game. Brady and Eli out, not Brady and not Eli in. Of course, these teams remind anyone with a pulse of those two Super Bowls. Right there, Hench, Tyree, Manningham. But, of course, Boston fans can always come back with the odd four ALCS and the rally from down odd three. Point being, please, Hench and Spaghetti, don't fight about this game. And also, please remember your hockey teams have combined to win one Stanley Cup over the last 30 years. Now, to the matter at hand, Giants plus five, total 35 and a half. I say the Patriots win by four. I don't know why I continue to hang with this Patriots team, Hench, but here we are. How say you? Uh, I'm in your garage again. This is a lot of post-Thanksgiving garage sharing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny, though. I'm glad you mentioned because uh, you're a sharp guy when it comes to the NFL, but th- your statement that you'd rather play at a, a backup quarterback after he's had time to not be the backup quarterback is so idiotic. Obviously, look at Tom, look at Tommy DeVito. The, the guy couldn't complete <laughs> right. a forward pass three weeks ago. The guy couldn't complete a forward pass now, last week against the commies. Is the best player in fantasy football. Obviously, better to have reps in practice. Better to have reps in games. That said. Uh, the 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 terrible Patriots will figure out a way to get a lower draft pick by winning this game by six points. 
come at me about QB evaluation. There are a lot of people whose job it is to do it. And they said Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. Leave me alone. Spaghetti, how say you? Well, you're also on with the Stanley Cups because last I checked, 94 to 2023. I mean, I'm 31, so you've missed a year. Plus, the Bruins did win in 2011 over the Canucks. Uh, both teams beating the Canucks, so that's another fun fact there. So two Stanley Cups for my team and Hench's team there. But pointing out this Bye game. for me. Um, you know, the Giants, they should be losing all these games for a better draft pick, but now they have this confidence from Tommy DeVito, who looked fantastic despite getting sacked a hundred times in that game. Saquon, everyone knows he's going to get the ball. They're still not stopping him. Had a great receiving game. Dexter Lawrence could be arguing right now the best defensive player in football as well, if it's not Miles Garrett. Uh, Thibodeau's in the top five in sacks, I believe. They're turning the ball over on defense. Um, this is going to be a tank on bad for the Giants. They're going to end up winning like six games this year, if not more. Uh, I feel like six or seven. I think they're just going to really turn things around. I don't know why I believe this, but uh, the defense looks really good. And the offense now is clicking a little bit. The Giants will win this game 23-20. All right. Brady Lemieux likes the Patriots to win narrowly. Next up, Chiefs Raiders. Maybe the perennial best uniform matchup in pro football. I like the Chiefs red pants a little bit better, though. And to be honest, I miss these two teams out in the elements in the East Bay. Ah, well, we have what we have. Vegas plus nine and a half at the time of this recording. I say that the Chiefs handle them by a dozen. Hench, how say you? I think it's closer than that. I mean, again, I'm not sure why firing the coach makes such a difference, but the, the Raiders are transformed. I mean, they're really competitive defensively. They, you know, they held the Dolphins in check virtually the entire game. Aiden O'Connell has decided uh, to throw it to Devontae Adams, as Spaghetti pointed out in our pre-production meeting. Not a bad call. Chiefs win, but I think the Raiders keep it fairly close. 27-24 Chiefs. Spaghetti. Yeah, and um, in this game, I'm going with uh, the Chiefs uh, 27-17 here. The Raiders have been better under Antonio Pierce. Obviously, you know, kind of throwing to your best player makes a lot of sense. I don't know why they didn't do it under McDaniels. Josh Agus has been good, even getting Michael Mayer involved a little bit here. But the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They're still explosive. They're not in the same weight class here, so they're going to win this game. All right, Brady Lemieux agrees with us that it's close-ish. It's not a double-digit victory for the Chiefs, but the Chiefs do take care of business. They are down Nolaway, where the Raiders became the first wild card to win the Super Bowl back in January of 81. New Orleans may be the best city to spend a weekend in all these United States, and where Steve Gleason reopened the Superdome with style. This one is pick them at the time of this recording. I say the Saints go in there, leave with a victory by two. Hench, I'll say you. I just think everything has to trend ultimately toward the winner of this division going eight and nine. Right. And, it, and, and in order for that to happen, the Falcons have to have to win a close one, one score game. I say Falcons 27 Saints 20 Bobby a bear bowl. How say you Eddie spaghetti? I'm going uh, 22-20 Nola here. I just trust their defense more than more of a complete team, even with the ups and downs of Derek Carr. I just feel like Arthur Smith, you know, uh, it's been a hot topic all year long, but I don't know what he's doing with guys like Kyle Pitts uh, and Bijan and kind of underutilizing them. It just makes no sense. So I, I would definitely fire him if I was owner of the Falcons here. So Saints win this game. I just trust their offense more. Like it or not, tight division, mediocre overall, best QB ends up winning it, and that's Derek Carr. And Falcons, though, says Brady Lemieux, leave here with a victory by a point. Big pro football weekend overall in the NFC and AFC South down in SEC country. And yes, Texas does now count as the SEC or it will soon enough. Jacksonville, Houston Texans, pick them. I say the Texans get this one. I'm riding the Stroud train full bore, Hench. How say you? Um, I'm, we're not in the same garage on this one. No, indeed. I think 
you know, obviously we're all, if we had to pick the line in this game on opening day, we would have figured the Jags were giving a touchdown. So it's pretty mm-hmm. wild that uh, MVP frontrunner CJ Stroud has played this game all the way down to a pick em. I think the Jags are getting right. I think they're legit. I like the Jags 24-20. Spaghetti. I'm going Jags 26-24. This is... I. You could argue the most important game of this week. Uh, you know, this is the game where we find out if CJ Stroud is actually for real, if he actually is the MVP candidate, if this team could actually sneak into the playoffs. And then reversely, it's like, how good are the Jags? The Jags actually going to be a team that could maybe be in the AFC title game. This is a game they need to win. It's more of a statement win for them. You'd like to see that Calvin really getting more involved last week like he did. Uh, I'm going to side with Jags right there. And it's not even just to say because Stroud's throwing interceptions, but you don't like the sloppiness from when he's been pretty clean all year long. Spaghetti worked in five or maybe even six actually in in his monologue there. Brady Lemieux says the Jags get this one by a point. Buffalo Philly, a 1975 Stanley Cup final rematch. Just like the Flyers and Sabres, this is a big one for both Buffalo and the Eagles. You know, a lot of Buffalo and Eagles matchups over the year. North North Dakota State, Bison and Eastern Washington Eagles played in 2019. The Patriot League Championship between the American Eagles and Bucknell Bison. Boston College v. Howard. But most importantly, none of that crap has anything to do with what we're talking about right now. Eagles giving three. I say the Eagles roll by eight. Henshaw, say you. I, uh, again, uh, different garage. I think, you know, it's weird. I thought the Ken Dorsey firing was kind of insane given how the bills have moved the ball. And obviously, you know, it's not Ken Dorsey's fault that Josh Allen hits Gabe Davis in the hands and he pops it up for an interception. All those turnovers, there was a lot of wackiness going on, but now, now that they, they have moved on from Ken Dorsey, obviously they, they looked very good against the jets, very balanced against the jets. People were burying the, the bills after they lost to the Broncos. Uh, not only do, do I not think they're, they're dead and buried. Uh, I think the, Eagles coming off against the game against the Chiefs versus the Bills getting right against the Jets. I like the Bills to win outright 28-27. Yep, not happening in a vacuum. Six days, short week, Thanksgiving, trip to fan, all of that probably adds up to favoring the Bills. I'm sticking with the Eagles. However, Spaghetti, how say you? Yeah, I'm sticking with my Super Bowl pick in the preseason, the Eagles, 31-26 here, so a relatively tight one. I just really love this Eagles defense and how uh, you know dominant they've been in certain facets, especially stopping the run. Uh, they're going to kind of make the Buffalo Bills one-dimensional. We've seen what happens to Josh Allen this year, being kind of sloppy with the football, turning it over. Um, like I said, tight one, but I just think this Eagles offense is too balanced as well, and the Buffalo defense not where I want it to be. Eagles will win the game. And now a quick break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. 
For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Spaghetti, where are we on the clock? Uh, we could probably sneak one really quickly. Baltimore Chargers bet this one intrigues Johnny U. The Chargers at home, a dog, of course, against the Ravens looking sharp. 44 and a half is the total on this one at the time of this recording. I say the Ravens come into L.A., win the game, but only by a point. This is where the Chargers do their best work. Backs up against the wall, all of that. Hench, I'll say you. Uh, I think we are now in the official Brandon Staley death spiral. Like uh, <laughs> it, it, the, the way the way they figure out how to lose games against mediocre teams, uh, it won't it won't won't take much to figure out how to lose against a very good team. I say the Ravens thirty, Chargers twenty. Uh, that's the rub. This isn't a mediocre team. Weird stuff. Spaghetti. How say you? 33-24 Baltimore. I believe in the Ravens. I mean, how many years in a row could the Chargers be the most disappointing team in football with a roster like that? Hench is right. Brandon Staley is no longer coach. The the coach, well, I guess the not coach of Michigan will be the coach of the Chargers next year, pairing him up with a good quarterback. Mm. Finally get Justin Herbert some help. Chargers are a disgrace, so Baltimore all the way. I, I I hear you. It is going to be interesting to track that guy up in Ann Arbor where he goes after that game wraps up. Hope you enjoy all of it. Hope you tail us or fade us either way. Let us know and also go back and listen to the Monday episode of Minus Three this week. We hope you're enjoying the holiday season. We'll talk to you after this coming football weekend. And until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.